Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the University of Life podcast. <laughs> I don't know why Soros is smiling. She's obviously in a good mood. Maybe she's uh, happy about the topic for today. Why do you sound like that? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you told me to smile, so I'm doing it. Shining on my teeth. What? When did I tell you to smile? You told me to smile, didn't you? No, I didn't. Anyway. Derek, did I tell him to smile? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, every time me <laughs> and John get into an altercation, Derek's like, I I'm not remember. involved. <laughs> anyway, guys, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Derek? I mean, John. Today, we're going to be talking about education and and looking at, you know, how some people feel about education, them not taking them where they want, you know, wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't know about you, but my experience in education has been very unique and different everyone has their own you know journey what's it been like for you university college school have you learned from it has it helped you um algebra pythagoras i don't even use that at all in my life subtraction addition <laughs> yeah, i think you use a bit of that <laughs> you use a bit of subtraction addition you have to you have to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> now, do you know what, guys? If I'm going to be very, very honest with you, yeah. um, all of that I learned in primary school. I got taught algebra and percentage. In primary school? In yeah. What school did you I, go to? I, I never got taught <laughs> algebra. Really? In primary did I get school, no. algebra? In year six, I got taught percentage. No, but if you if you achieve well yeah. in your, um, like they do like yearly assessments, if you achieve, abo- if you achieve above that, they add like an additional um, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And then I got taught that because I was, quite good at maths and then I went to like booster classes Mm-mm. after school in primary so school so <laughs> you were quite intelligent then oh, oh, we know you're very articulate we think you was no, no, quite intelligent <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've always been academically smart but yeah. it's not my strongest you know that's not where my focus is do you think that was you like no definitely not it was my parents, parents dreams okay you know, my parents wanted me to be a doctor and a lawyer oh my so god like typical okay. you know high aspiration but that is far from what well, it sounds really weird because I studied criminal justice at uni. So, yeah. um, have you had that like from peer pressure from parents? Yeah, definitely. Like, it wasn't definitely. pressure, not pressure, say. but the expectation. Yeah, expectation. So my dad so. didn't talk to me for about a week. What? Why? Because I chose graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have to laugh, but it's, it's actually <laughs> what? your dad didn't talk to you. I still went uni. Graphic, but do. <laughs> yeah. graphic design, daddy. That's no. like, you, you say you're going to do in fashion, you can't, you can't go do fashion. <laughs> but why is that? Like, why do parents, you know, have this like expectation that you got to become a lawyer, solicitor, doctor? They so just see them as high point. paying jobs, but nowadays, like, high paying jobs are YouTubers. <laughs> So you, you know what I mean you don't need a degree for a YouTuber why not there could be a degree you could, someone could put to together learn something. to be a YouTuber a syllabus yeah <laughs> you could put together a syllabus for it yeah that's how you make money as well <laughs> I think like as I've grown older I've yeah. understood that there are so many ways to make money so many ways to be successful yeah. and I think that our parents have that expectation of us to be lawyers and doctors and solicitors and etc etc because that's their definition of success mm. you know I think Success is so personal to yourself and your life yeah. and um, where you want to go and your limitations and your unlimited limitations. Is that the right word? Mm. <laughs> <No>. Unlimited limitations. <laughs> I thought to myself, so, like, what am I saying? But basically, what I'm just trying to say is like, success, success is like what you make it. Mm. You know, Some people are so, so happy living in a shed with 10 kids. If I had 10 kids, I'd shoot myself. Oh. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> no, okay? not literally, guys. Not literally. 
But that's someone. She would shoot herself for no, making the oh, kids. Stop taking me so literally. But like, no, because this is gonna blow out of proportion. It's gonna go viral. Everyone's gonna say Torres wants to shoot herself in the head. I'm gonna get some intervention. I'm gonna go to rehab. Like, it's not literally like that, guys. But like, that's someone's definition of a successful life. Whereas mm. somebody else, it's something completely different. You know, I told my sister the other day that I want to travel around the world. I want to do it until I'm in my late 30s, and mm-hmm. then maybe I can settle down with a guy. Mm. And um, she said I'm ballistic for, for doing that, you know. And it's not that my idea of success is more than hers, or hers is more than me, or whatever, or we're going to be more successful. It's nothing like that. It's just that's just her idea and Mm. that's my idea and I believe that I'll be successful if I travel around the world you know freely not oh I've got 10 kids to come back home to Mm. just travel freely that will be I can you know I can you know sit down at the end of the day and be like you know what I'm successful because I've done that Mm. so I think our parents have that expectation because that's their definition of success and I think it's been put on them from generations before then so what one thing would you say, like, obviously education is not something that we're knocking and saying that it's a bad thing, but what would you say is one thing you could take away from education, that one thing that has, that has been, that you've learned from it, or you can take away from it to say that like, this is something significant that I've learned from it. If you're going to go down the route of, you know, um, mainstream education, college, universities, all that kind of stuff, what is the one thing that you think, you know, people should should have from it? that's important to take away from it because it's not all bad mm. to be honest I think that you learn more through education through the encounters with other people you have because mm. mm. I think with the education to be honest to, with the education you don't really well you learn the basics if you know what I mean like Sora said in primary school and then you might learn a couple of extra things in secondary school but the rest is really you don't really take that on for the rest of your life unless you do something in it specifically mm. say for instance you want to become an oceanographer you take geography mm. you know what I mean but what's an oceanographer oceanographer they basically like you know those people that work in the seas that deep down and okay. they kind of um, like find get new to go species in yeah and they find new species of animals and different things that how do they get good money yeah they, yeah, get, yeah, they get very on, good money they get very land. good money anything if you're not on land you get paid a bit more right I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. But I know they do make a lot of money anyway. Mm. Um, but if you're not doing stuff like that, then I think most of the stuff you learn from uni is you, useless to a degree. Okay, okay. With uni, I can definitely say that the majority of the stuff is useless. Um, but with like school and stuff like that, stuff that you have to go to, if not, your parents are going to go to court and stuff like that. Mm. You know, you can't. I think it, as much as it is draining five days a week and I look back at it, it's, um, it teaches you a lot about structure, about mm. discipline, about being open to learning things, about um, understanding where you are. Um, you know, like I remember when I was in set one for maths and then I went down to set three mm. and I sort of stepped back and I look, looked at myself and I said, okay, well, why did I go down to set three? Mm. And is set one relevant? And I said to myself, set one isn't actually relevant to me. Um, I don't even like maths, um, but set three is not a representation of who I am. Yeah. At least go to set two. And then I worked myself and I went up to set two. But that really taught me about, mm. you know, where I can be, where I am, how to get to where I want to get to. Do I need to get to other people's ideas of you know success and stuff like that so it does teach you a lot yeah do, do you know what i'm gonna add to that as well i think when you said about the sets it made me think back when i was um doing my gcse's mm. this is how i think the education systems 
systems very messed up because what happened was um, I was in top set mm-hmm. and then there was people in the foundation set and in the mock test, the highest they can get is a C. Mm-hmm. But then me, the highest I can get is like an A something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I took the mock test, I got something like an E mm-hmm. and the people in the foundation got a C. Mm-hmm. But if you, but in terms of like what looks good on paper, it would have been a C. They wouldn't have said that. Oh, it's mm-hmm. foundation. This mm-hmm. it would have said C. And that doesn't make much sense. So then, does to it? me, it's like even though I was in top set, they're not judging it's me not according a good representation. to yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that that's how the education system is very messed and up. And a part mm-hmm. of me felt like I wasn't good enough because I w- I went down to set three. You know, and um, yeah, sure. there was a period where I gave up and I just went down, set four, set five. I would have rather been set three, to be honest. Set three was really cool, by the way, guys. Yeah, you would, have got, you would have got a higher grade and it made more sense and you would have um, done an easier paper. Oh, yeah, so yeah. you would definitely have hit C. Yeah, but you know being, I mean? being in that educational constitution, you don't think like that. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's not, not trained. Yeah. It's not preparing you it's for not, that. No, because now that what? we're older, we're like, yeah. the foundation paper would have been so much easier because yeah, we're capable. Sense, yeah. It makes more sense, but that's not how they trained us. I didn't feel like I was good enough. Um, and I remember when I made it back into set, I made it back to set two, um, not back, but I made it set two and the teacher was like, um, you're probably just going to go down again anyway, you know? And it's stuff like that. Um, that just makes you feel like you're not good enough. And mm. they do it, um, you take that in subconsciously, you know? Yeah. Um, if you said to somebody, I, I don't know, this happened in my school. If you said to somebody, oh, I'm, I'm in set three, instantly they think you're not clever enough. Yeah, when yeah, really, yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't the brightest. I got my grades and everything, but I wasn't the brightest, but I'm doing a lot with my life right now mm-hmm. that the kids that actually got the top grades and everything, they're not. So it's just, um, I don't think school really prepares you about the real life. I can't believe we didn't get like taught a lesson about mortgages and, you know, money management and the real stuff in life. Mm. So I think like school, like primary school, secondary school and yeah, maybe college. I don't know. College isn't necessary like that. But that primary school and secondary school definitely, yeah, does teach you a lot. Um, But I think stuff like college and uni, honestly, guys, if you are a creative, don't go for it. And I know it's so scary hearing that. Um, I was scared when I, so a friend of mine said to me, um, you don't know what you want to do with your life. I didn't know if I should go uni. Yeah. He was like, write everything you want from your dream job. I wrote it all down and he turned around and he said to me, do you know what that sounds like? A motivational speaker. And I was like, oh my God, like this is what I should follow. I was so scared to follow my own dreams. I ran back to education. Yeah. And now I'm in debt, <laughs> you know, mm. over something I hate. Like I really don't like studying criminal justice. Um, and it's like, I wish I did things a little bit differently, you know? I wish society wouldn't make us feel so scared yeah. to follow our own dreams. It I does. think I was yeah. I was lucky in that sense because I was actually planning to go to university. I wanted to go to university, but I wasn't, again, I was probably like how you was feeling at the time. I was a bit sceptical. I wasn't really happy or excited or enthusiastic about going to university, but I thought, let me go because... You know, I'm supposed to do that in that. I'm supposed to go in that order. You know, nursery, school, college, and then university, all in that order, and probably get a job and get a nice job in the city or something. And I thought <laughs> that's the way that my life should have planned out. So that was the intention that I had in mind. But I was blessed to have been met with someone at a crossroad, at that crossroad, which was my tutor in college at the time. And one day he just stopped me um, after after college and he said he wants to see me I should wait behind after everyone's gone I thought you know I didn't do anything wrong so I was a bit confused as to why he he wanted me to stay but he told me that 
John, I know I'm not your parent. I've never done this before. This is really outside of my character, but don't go to university. He said to me that going to university is not for people like you. Um, I've observed you, you know, over the years and you, you, you seem to be cut from a different cloth. So, so don't go to university. Read this book that I'm going to give to you. He gave me the book to read. I read it and for the first time, that's when I understood that I can actually create my own future for myself, no matter what it is that I want to do, even if I wanted to become a mechanic. Mm. I don't have to become a mechanic for, for, for Lamborghini or Ferrari or Bentley or any of these, you know, big companies that, you know, build expensive cars. I can open my own mechanic and start franchising it nationwide or start going into introducing new services or revolutionizing how we 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 trade in the mechanical industry so i i really learned that from that experience having that person there to kind of give me the option really yeah to to show me something different and if it wasn't for him at that point i probably would have been you know in uni now studying children's music oh yeah he said yeah i remember yeah children's music so i would have been mr tumble <laughs> 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 the black Mr. Tumble, yeah. Mr. Tumble. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. That's what I was that's that was the route I was heading to go to. Yeah. yeah heading, heading to go down. I wasn't I wasn't gonna be happy. I would have been miserable. I would have been laughing and joking on C B B C You would have seen me my probably my face painted and laughing and joking and singing and dancing, but as soon as I get home I'm probably gonna be crying in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, John cries a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. No, do you know what? I think when you're very, like Soros was saying as well, like when you're very creative or you're very free-spirited, yeah. I would like to say, because you know most of the kids which are naughty in school, it's not because they're like not mm. smart or anything or being raised wrong, as they mm. say. It's more because they're just not interested in doing it like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think like how school is set up, if you think about it, how it's set up is you go through school and mm. even the structure of it, you're sitting at desks. Yeah, so yeah. when you leave school, they want you to send offices at desks yeah. and do that for the rest of your life. But with people who are not built like that and can't really work that like box. that or fit in, that they're thinking like, I can't do this. You know what I mean? So they might I was always like that, you know. I always used to ask why in school. Yeah, like in, in, <laughs> I remember in school, I always used to ask why. Uh, finish this. Let's do this comprehension in yeah, English. Why? why? <laughs> like, why are we doing this? I always used to ask why. I think it used to frustrate teachers. Yeah, it would. And it she always would. used to say to me, "Why should I?" I said, "You got to do this thing. Why have I got to do it though? <laughs> so that you can get good grades. Why? So that um, you can get into a nice college. Why? So that when you get, leave college, you get good enough grades to go into university. Okay, but why? So you can get a good job. Yeah. Why? So that you can earn good money. So yeah. all of this was just about money. And to a degree, it's that's like, not the only way. It's a lot of control, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's, 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 it is. I think they want to keep certain people at a certain level, yeah. and others at other levels. Yeah, but definitely. that's a different conversation. And I think it's that theory about asking a fish and a monkey to climb a tree. Mm. It just doesn't work. It doesn't mean that the fish isn't capable. Um, but it's not built. You know, for that. it's not built for that. Yeah. No, no, no. And the fish is so much better at swimming. Not maybe not at climbing a tree, mm. but put it in the ocean. Oh God's. I'm saying and that's where constitutional education fails mm. to recognize that we're all different you know we're mm, all individuals mm, mm. and you can't give us the same system yeah. you can't I don't, it just I don't doesn't think work. they know how to manage creative people they that's don't what it know is. no it's because not we understanding are how to manage it so manage creative people yeah so let me give you a scenario Derek, you're the president of Ghana. <laughs> They've elected you. The people have spoken. They want uh, President Xi to take over the throne. The, the, the country is in your hands. Mm. 
Uh, we have the Minister of Education in front of you and he's here to take your order. He, he's here to take your instruction on what to do to change up things for the education for all these people. In you know, What are you going to say? How are you going to change things? What do things change from now? I would change things subtly. So I'll do it in ways where um, the system might be quite similar for a while, but what it will be is you might add classes in or take away some classes or mm. include like change the, like the arra arrangement of like the workspaces. Yeah. Because I think sometimes you can't change something fully because everyone's used to something. Mm -hmm. So you have to do little things to change it subtly to actually. And what would those changes be? What would you introduce? No, it could be like, say for instance, okay, people working at desks, mm -hmm. I'll take away all desks mm -hmm. and like implement something else. Yes. Some, some different way of learning. Mm -hmm. And something like that would change the way people actually do mm -hmm. things. Or even like tests. I wouldn't get people to take tests individually, but more as groups and in teams. Mm. And that way it will build like teamwork as well. Because I think a lot of the time they want us to si to single us out. Because mm. you know what? It's very difficult for an someone to be an entrepreneur mm. than actually someone who works normally in the work settings. Oh, definitely. And they're proper against against it like mm. there's like a it's like a thing completely against it yeah because mm. most people when they leave school they don't know how to build a business or to actually be an entrepreneur they know how to work for someone else and yeah. and try to i don't know work hard and do that but they don't know how to actually do anything independently yeah you know yeah i understand and i actually completely agree and one thing i'll say um if you if you are a creative who is scared to come out of normality and what you know teachers have taught you basically like myself what I am doing is I'm juggling uni you know an honours degree I am working part-time trying to pay my way through life my rent my bills everything I'm also building on becoming self-employed you know so I'm doing this I'm on YouTube and various other things and I'm also trying to have a life and it is the hardest thing ever mm. especially when I am so not passionate about my degree like at mm. all I don't see myself finishing uni and putting on a dress and a blazer and carrying my suit <laughs> over to an office and sitting at a you know law firm and you know I just don't see myself doing that you know um and the question is so why do you do it mm. and because I'm scared mm. I'm scared I don't know mm. what to do you know, if so I don't again, do that's this. control as well. That is control, they, they, yeah. They try to get people to feel afraid to actually go out yeah, by themselves. Yeah, so I'm trying to juggle both. I'm trying mm. to juggle my fears and not be fearful. And it is the hardest thing ever. It is mentally draining, physically yeah. draining, emotionally draining. Uh, I have given myself some boundaries. Um, I've been a bit strict on myself. I I don't go out as much as I used to. I've said no to having a boyfriend. Um, I don't go to the gym as often as I would want to. There's certain things that I have said to myself, no, because I need to juggle everything. And that's not how you want to live your life, honestly. And you might think, oh yeah, but uni's only till usually people go into uni when they're 18 and they finish when they're 22. Mm. That's how long a three year course is. You think, oh, it's only three years, but those three years are so crucial. So, yeah. that's time you're never going to get back and if you're mm. gonna you know engulf yourself into being all those negative things it's not going to be fun you know and I know it sounds a bit hypocritical because I'm saying this but then again I'm probably going to wake up Monday morning and go to uni and you know go to my weekend job and try to balance all of this but as much as I'm having fun it's just mm. so draining and I wish I did things differently I wish I did things differently but because um 
I've started it and I'm so close to the end. Yeah. I, I sh- need to carry on. I need to prove to myself that even through the hard times, I can do it, yeah. you know, but I don't want the younger generation listening to this and feeling like um, if they don't go into education, that they're going to fail in life when the opportunities are countless and you will have more opportunities being self-employed or following your creativity yeah. than, you know, following what other people have told you to follow. That's right. And those people aren't even happy with their lives. You know, when you questioned your teacher and you said, why, why, why? Yeah, yeah. And ultimately her answer or his answer was money. Yeah. That's not where happiness lies. That's right. Some people are so poor, all they have is money mm. and you don't want to be that poor person. Mm. To be very honest as well, I would think that a way that the education system could be better as well. I think that they shouldn't follow on straight after to uni, if you know what I mean. I think they mm. should allow people to have, I don't know, a year or two they year give gap. You that, a gap no, no, no. But if they say, okay, you want to make it to it go when you're that year, make it compulsory that you had to take a year out before you go back into education. Because mm. that way you'll be able to really understand more about yourself. And yeah. I think when you're at school, you don't, you don't really understand yourself. You don't know who you are. Because you're constantly around so many things. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the time, um, const- like constitutional education is, it's like a stopwatch. It's like a, um, it's like a, like a ticking watch, mm. you know? And it's like constantly I thought to myself, I thought to myself, should I take a gap year? And I just thought, I am so scared. Mm. Like if I don't do this by a certain age, that's it. Yeah. If I graduated at the age of 25 instead of at the age of whatever, I would have felt like a failure. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's ugh, it's a really negative fear it's installed into me. And Definitely, I know a lot of yeah. people, other people are thinking this and they glorify uni. You know, they make it out to be this amazing thing when mm. really it's not. You're just putting yourself in debt. You're putting <laughs> yourself in debt. If you are a creative person and you most probably are if you're listening to this, you yeah. know, and if you followed us through all our episodes, don't go to uni. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> unless unless you're doing like obviously a job that requires uni. Firstly, like I mean, at the end of the day, I would say that you have to love what you do and do what you love. Mm. Yeah. And if, th- if that includes uni for you, because you want to become a, a, a midwife or whatever, you need to go and study midwifery, please go ahead. Don't mm. deliver no babies without getting the qualifications <laughs> and knowing what an umbilical cord is. And what, so don't, don't, don't uh, do an experiment. On a do it <laughs> be creative I'm joking don't like John said don't, if don't you want to be like yeah. a lawyer and a scientist and stuff like that obviously you need your degree for education yeah. but if you are a creative yeah if oh my god constitutional education is the last thing you need yeah creative courses I would never recommend them yeah do you know never, do you know ever. what's interesting I feel like you know with every single person I believe that your your gifting your calling your purpose what you're born to do is can often be found when you look at your childhood or look how young you are and look at the things that you've done and you'll find that the things that you're doing now are almost like you were talking about how graphic design you've been doing it for some time oh my yeah. god do we have time for a quick story yeah of course you've got time oh my god so like Go what on. you just said yeah i remember when i was in year four how old are you when you're in year four you've got a child how old are you uh, he's four? not year four so he's two, year two and what he's year seven. is um so nine you were nine years old so when i was nine years old there was um we're all sitting in the carpet you know when you cross your hands up put your finger on your lips all the way up because you really want the teacher to pick you and we're all doing that the teacher's picking us to pick our painting that we want to color in Mm. and before the teacher started picking i told my best friend i want that one and she said she wants the same one as well Mm. and i think it was really really popular because there was literally the last one left and me and her were the last people pupils that she was calling up yeah. and um, there was a few others and then she picked my friend before she picked me the teacher and uh, my friend 
stood up. She went over to the table. She saw there was one more left. She turned around. She looked at me. She picked it up and she walked away. And at the age of nine, I just sat there and I said to myself, if it was the other way around, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even touch that one. I'd go to a different one. Why? Because that's my friend. And I know that she would be happy if she had that. But if I have it and she doesn't have it, I'm not going to be happy. I Mm -hmm. want us both to have the same happy. And if we can't have the same happy, I don't want it at all. Mm. I would have picked a different one. But I I like that phrase, the same happy. Yeah. And like, (laughs) if we couldn't have the same happy, then I don't want it. So, and I thought like that. And I just thought, wow. You know, I look back at my nine-year-old self and Mm. I thought, that was very insightful for me. Yeah, and it's always yeah. been in me. You yeah. know, it's always been in me to inspire people and help people become the best versions of themselves. And I can't believe it's taken me so long to realise this. Like, yeah. it was there in my face there at the age go. of nine. And you'll find that. And I think what needs to happen with education is that we need to shift and to the young people. When I say young, I mean the young, young. The yeah, nines. Definitely. The, the primary schools, the powers in the primary schools. If you can save them at the primary school level, Everything will be a, a, a walk in the park. And I think what needs to happen is that schools, education system needs to identify what the passions, interests, talents that the, that the young people are drawing themselves to naturally. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's the girl that's always in the, the doing the trampoline, you know, the boy that's always doing the football, or the girl or that's the always that's, doing art. Yeah, like, or, the, you know, in school, like, you had them kids that just had the headphones in all the time. Yeah, the Teachers music. would take away their music and you stuff. Know, they, that's, and whatever I mean? it is that they, they, they draw to, to a young age, now it's the school's job to divert them, to partner them with yeah. the right company, the right organisation, the right place Definitely. that will help nurture their gifts. Mm. I and, loved sports. You know, you know I love sports and I, I was part of cadets. And then I told my dad that I want to go into the army. I wouldn't mm. be here, you know. I'd mm. be in the army. I loved cadets. I like love sports. In the army. And you like fitness yeah. as well. I love fitness. Like in the army, I, isn't it? Yeah, I'm wearing a little <laughs> army jacket. Uh, my dad told me to shut up. My dad told me to shut up, literally. What, when you said I want to go to the army? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I said, dad, I don't want to be part of the army. He was like, shut up. Literally, that was his words. Shut up. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, that's that. And um, there's so much more to that young girl that mm. said, I want to go into the army than than you know criminal justice mm. but yeah you're right you, you know find that, catch them that, find that little Derek again find the little yeah, there's so thing. many things I wanted to do when I was younger but I didn't do them because yeah people told me that I couldn't do well now's the time to prove them wrong and do the very thing that people said you can't do mm. I think that's for me is one is one thing that does drive me is doing the thing that people said I couldn't do and mm. we shouldn't let education stop us let it help you I mean, Definitely. education in itself is not bad. Life is a lo- is a is a lifelong learning journey. You're always going to learn. I don't think learning Definitely. stops. Conventional yeah, education has to stop, but learning never yeah. stops. Never stops. And you have to. It is expected of you to learn something by a certain time. You can't keep learning the same kind of thing over and over again. If you see a 24 year old in a in a in a primary school, it's a big problem. If he's still if he's still doing one plus one and three plus four at the age of twenty, there's something there's something wrong there, because by that time he should have learnt much more. He should have learnt much more. So we have to keep learning, keep learning. You know, the the lessons of life that we, we learn, the things that we don't teach in, that we're not taught in school, we're not taught in college, we're not taught in university. We really have to learn those things as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So guys, I hope you've taken something away from this. I hope you feel more confident, confident? I was meant to say comfortable and confident (laughs) to be a creative and Mm. break out of the social norms. That's right. Definitely. Drop your uni up. Whatever you do as well, make sure you create like a plan with it. 
Like yeah. I know, I know. Like you tr- we try and you don't have to follow it. Just create. No, it. yeah, you don't have to follow it, but create a plan and kind of even write down your interests and what you actually like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and think about what you can do, which can include all of them. Yeah, I mentioned earlier in the podcast. The only way I learned that I wanted to be um, a motivational speaker is my friend told me she's write down everything I'd want from a dream job. Yeah, I even wrote that. Um, I. I want to be able to adopt with my dream job. Like that had nothing to do with mm. adoption, mm. but it just, this is just what I wanted. I wanted my job to allow me to be with a child. So John Sainz, and he said, sounds like a motivational speaker. So that really helped me understand what it is that I want to do with my future. So it's something I definitely recommend, you know, people that are thinking of going into education, write down what it is that you want from your dream job. And if, it, if the two correlate, by all means go into education. If not, you know what you have to do. Yeah, and look, and look at what, like what you said earlier, look at what you used to do when you was a like, little kid, like what you enjoyed the most. Yeah. Because to me, it was like writing even comic books and stuff, but I stopped that. Yeah. Because like, um, <laughs> obviously like most people, like my parents are like, oh, no, stop that. Mm. Your head's too much in your books and stuff. <laughs> and my, my, do you know what dad was bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he, he used to just do tell me things. And to me, it put a thing in my head that everything I'm doing is wrong. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, and so obviously you need to overcome them things as well. Mm. So just look at what you're doing, which you enjoy. Don't confuse yeah. what you're born to be with what your parents would like it's you to true. be. And yeah. if you guys want to speak to any of us, feel free to send us an an email. You know, Derek and I both have gone or are in uni. John mm. is somebody that chose to not go to uni, so we definitely have a good variety of people mm. here from different walks of life in terms of education. So feel free to leave us a message, and we'll be more than happy to get back to you with some advice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And send in topics as well if you think that um, you would like us to touch on a topic which you haven't heard yet. Just send them in, and we'll look through them. That's all right. All right, guys. Till next time. Take care. Take care. Layers, jeez. Wow. <laughs> I work with these people. <laughs>